Hello, hello. Boundaries are essential to a good relationship. When you don't have enough boundaries or you have loosey-goosey boundaries, or you go to the other extreme and your boundaries are very rigid and you tend to cut people off when they cross your boundaries, both of those actually damages relationships. On the one hand, you may have loosey-goosey boundaries, which means you have a lot of relationships, but you're resentful of a lot of them. And resentment chips, it, chips away at the affection in the relationship, right? Or if you are the kind of person who tends to cut people off, you end up feeling really isolated and alone. Your world shrinks because people will make mistakes. And when we don't know how to lovingly communicate our boundaries around that and repair, we'll end up shrinking our circle of friendships and connections. And that leads to a lonesome existence. So both of these really damage relationships. And they come from these myths that we take as fact. Sometimes we take it even as wisdom. And they're actually hurting us, even though they're widely accepted. So I'm going to be deconstructing these five myths for you today, so you don't fall prey to one of them. Are you ready? Let's do it. Welcome to Wiseish. On this show, we combine modern neuroscience with ancient wisdom so you can master your emotions, heal your relationships, and pass on a legacy that you're proud of. I'm your host, Dr. Kavita. I'm a Harvard-trained physician and a double board certified psychiatrist. And my passion is to teach you the tools that help me create the life of my dreams. Let's get started. Right, my friends. Exciting times. I am so happy to be here with you today. I have an exciting, super duper fun announcement. We are in the midst of a boundaries free challenge. What does that mean? It's a five day free challenge, and it's happening in our free Facebook group. I hope you're noticing all the frees. Everything is free. And the link to join the Facebook group is in the show notes. But basically what we do is in five days, I teach you tools to be able to set and maintain loving boundaries in your relationships. Um, we are actually very good at challenges. Okay, I've been doing this for a few years now and we sort of... Um, have set the standard in the industry for how to just in five days transform people's lives without overwhelming them. And that's a tough sort of line to walk, right? And we have really mastered that. Um, and I'd forgotten how fun it is because it's been a while since I actually did challenges. And I'm super duper enjoying doing this challenge. There's hundreds of people who are taking part and the transformations are just amazing to watch. So if you want to take part, come and click on the link below to join our free Facebook group, and I'll see you there, hopefully. Okay, so today I'm going to be walking you through the five myths that I have found to really hurt relationships. When I was growing up in South India, 
I did not know that there was such a thing called boundaries, okay? We had no boundaries at all, right? My parents would walk into our bedrooms whenever they pleased. Um, the fact that we each had our own bedrooms itself was sort of revolutionary around that time. But if, say, we had guests, which we had all the time, they would just sleep with us. And, you know, either with me or my sister or my brother. In fact, my brother for a long time did not even have a door to his bedroom. <laughs> so really, really wishy-washy, almost next to nothing in terms of boundaries. My parents would read our diaries, all kinds of things. And it wasn't from ill will. That was what they had seen growing up. In fact, my dad grew up in a one-room home where everyone slept in the same room and one corner of the room was the kitchen. So, of course, he didn't have, you know, the fact that he raised us in a home where we had our own bedrooms was itself a big step forward for him. So there was no ill intent, but their approach to boundaries had me, at least I can speak for myself, feeling uh, unsafe in my own home to have space that is sacred to me. And then I came to the United States and what I saw as boundaries here was the other extreme, right? I would often hear people say, you know, my mom, I haven't spoken to her in two years because she said something inappropriate during Thanksgiving. And I grappled for a while between these two models, the one I was raised with, which is no boundaries at all, and the one I came to here in the U.S., where I often saw very rigid and harsh boundaries. Not all the time, and certainly not everyone, but for me, I was exposed to those two. And I realized that even though they were opposite ends of the spectrum, it's like the two ends of a magnet, right? They're opposite poles, but they're closer than they are to the rest of the magnet. It's the same with these two opposite approaches to boundaries. They're different, but they're more similar in that they both hurt relationships. So I spent the next few years kind of coming up with my own way to do boundaries and testing and retesting and tweaking. And what I then came to has really, I have to say, helped me be able to have thriving, connected relationships where each person also has space that is sacred and allows us to be ourselves. So the f I had to overcome these five myths in order to create the boundaries that have led to flourishing relationships in my life. So let me walk you through those five boundaries, myths rather. Are you ready? Okay. Let's jump in. The number one myth is that boundaries are for other people, right? I thought that too for a long time, but here's the thing. Boundaries are for other people and your relationship with other people, but they're also for you. It's also for you to be aware of where you are crossing the boundary and trying to convince or advise or cajole or coax or force or guilt someone into thinking, feeling, or doing as you would in a situation. And many of us miss that. Many people who teach boundaries miss this component. And I think without this component, it's impossible to set up 
bi-directionally respectful boundaries, right? I'm all about starting with yourself. And so you also need to know where you have to set up boundaries for yourself so you are staying in your lane. So that's the first myth that often hurts relationships. The second one is that boundaries are a last resort. People actually will tell me this. Like, I haven't set that boundary because that's a last resort and I'm giving him another chance or I'm giving my mom another chance or I'm giving, you know, this relationship uh, another chance. And what I want to say and what I often say to my clients is boundaries, if you leave them to the end as a last resort, your relationship will deteriorate And by the time you set that boundary, it will be often too late to salvage the relationship. Boundaries are a prefix, not a suffix. It should happen in the beginning of a relationship. It should happen before crises hit. Okay? Of course, if a crisis has hit, it's definitely time to set some boundaries. But please don't wait to have the boundary conversation because you think it's a last resort. That's a surefire way to start the decline of that relationship. Number three, the third myth, and this is, this is uh, something I struggled with and I hear all the time from my clients, is if I set a boundary, the other person should honor it. And while that sounds really harmless, and sounds intuitively true, it must be true. Actually, it is not, because here's the thing. Clearly, the other person does not have the same boundary. The very fact that you're having to set this boundary means that this boundary is something that's important to you, not to them. They have different needs and different values and different opinions and different boundary needs. So they are often not going to follow along or honor that boundary, not because they're mean or bad people or trying to take advantage of you, but just purely because they don't have that particular boundary need. It's not top of mind for them. They have different things that are top of mind, right? So when you tell yourself, they should honor my boundary, when they don't, you will end up placing negative intent meaning that you will read into it that they intentionally are trying to hurt you. And 99.9% of the case, of the cases, that's not what's happening. They are just not top of mind for the other person because they have different thoughts, needs, and worries, and uh, opinions, and ideas than you do. Okay? The fourth myth is that if someone does cross my boundary, I should be angry or I have a right to be angry. And here's the thing I want to say about this. I want you to choose your response. And if you want to be angry, be angry, right? Anger itself, there's nothing wrong with it. It's just another emotion. But don't kid yourself that There's no other option but to be angry. You actually get to choose what you want to think and feel about that. What matters is 
what do I want to think and feel that will actually allow me to respond in a way that is in alignment with my values? That's the more useful question to ask yourself rather than, does this person's behavior give me license to be angry? Right? You can be angry or not. You decide what will be helpful for you to respond in a way that will make you proud. Make sense? And the final myth, the final myth is that Boundaries need to either be um, yes or no. We often think that, right, if I'm a people pleaser, then I can't help it. I can't help it. I am such a gentle-hearted people pleaser that I can't help but have wishy-washy boundaries and say yes when I actually want to say no, because I just can't be rude. I'm such a nice person. I'm a people pleaser. It's a yes or no in terms of your identity, right? I am Dash, and so I have to act this way. I cannot act that way. And this is a big one, okay? Because how you think of yourself Your self-identity and your core beliefs really influence everything else that happens in your brain and everything else that you create in your life. And there is so much research. Many of you may have heard about um, the book Grit and Growth Mindset versus a Fixed Mindset, right? When we say, I am this way and so I only can act in this way, that is a fixed mindset. The truth is you are a soul. You are free and pure and everything else is changeable. Everything else is a choice, okay? You can and you will actually, whether you want to or not, you will change. Every few years, we change. We are not the same we were 10 years ago. We're going to be different 10, 15 years from now. So you're not a fixed entity. And this idea of I am this and so I cannot change is damaging your relationships. So my friends, these are the five myths that we need to overcome. And in order to, when we overcome each of them, we will actually come up with the framework for better boundaries that actually protect a relationship and nourish a relationship, which is what you want. You want to protect your relationships and help them have longevity and be some a, a ground for both of you to feel um, loved and treasured and to feel like you can trust one another for as long as humanly possible. That's what we all want for our relationships. And that's what we actually will unpack in the Boundaries Challenge as we learn the antidotes to each of these myths. So I hope that was helpful. The question that I want you to take with you is which of these myths am I carrying in my brain and perpetuating in my relationships? And how can I learn the antidote so I can shift the energy around this so I can actually have 
thriving, loving relationships. It is not an accident. It's not by choice, by chance that you have good relationships. We actually learn tools to create and build and nurture good relationships. So, and you can too. So think about that question. And then if you want to take part in the boundaries challenge and learn the antidotes in actionable little steps every day, come and click on the link in the show notes, come and join us in the free Facebook group and I'll see you in there. Love you. Have a great rest of your day. Thank you so much for spending time with me today. I hope that you enjoyed the show and that you're leaving with some great takeaways and maybe even some breakthroughs. If you're ready to master these tools and apply them to your life, come join us in Mastery. It's our monthly membership program where we help you customize these tools to your life. Plus, we coach you and support you along the way. You can get all the details at bit.ly forward slash masters of fate. That's one word, no space, masters of fate. bit.ly forward slash masters of fate. The link is in the show notes. I hope to see you there.